But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Today, as we look at gentleness again, I want us to shift gears a little bit from where we've been over the last few days and remind ourselves of the second truth that we looked at about the gentleness of the Lord that can grow in our lives by the Spirit. And that truth is this, God's gentleness is commanded for the lives of His children. We looked at just a couple of passages this past Sunday connected to this command, this desire of God and purpose of God for His gentleness to be an aspect of our lives, our witness of the Lord in our lives. We looked at Ephesians verses 1 and 2 where the Apostle Paul says, I, therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another. We talked about the reality of how in this chapter he goes on to, to really focus on how we as believers should have relationship with one another, what that should look like in a way that honors and glorifies the Lord. It's interesting that at the very beginning of this, this walking worthy in the manner that we have been called in Christ, the very beginning of it is connected with humility and gentleness, with patience and bearing with one another. Gentleness should be an aspect, a characteristic of the way that we treat one another as believers. This isn't an isolated command or desire of the Lord in in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 11, we, we looked at God's call in this chapter to His leaders. As the Apostle Paul, speaking to Timothy, said, But as for you, O man of God, flee from these things. Flee the things of the flesh, the things of sin, and rather do this, pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, steadfastness, gentleness. That God's desire from the leaders in his church to the members of the church for all of his children is that his gentleness would be something that is representative of our lives, seen in the way that we relate to one another and treat one another. Why is this? I mean, why would God want us to treat each other with gentleness? I think we can only answer that question. We can really only understand this purpose of God in our lives in connection with where we've been the last few days in looking at the gentleness of the Lord in looking at His gentleness in dealing with us in coming to us in a place of sin in a place of brokenness in the place of despair in our lives the way He comes in gentleness in love to draw us to Himself to call us to confession, to call us to turn to Him. God is so gentle in the way that He deals with us. And so He desires that we would be reflective of that in the way we deal with one another. Brothers and sisters, I think that gentleness in our relationships is one of the most important displays of the presence of God and His grace in his church today I want to really encourage you to think about the relationships that you have 
especially in the church, and whether or not those relationships reflect the gentleness of the Lord. For some people, that's an easy thing to do. For some people, it's easy for us to be gentle towards them. But for others, it's it's not an easy thing to do. It's like God in the garden with Adam and Eve. We're confronted with sin and the effects of sin. And in our flesh, gentleness is not natural. It's only possible through the supernatural work of God in our hearts. Today, reflect on your relationships and your life and, and pray for this. Pray along with me for this, that God in His gentleness would have victory. It would win in our relationships with one another for His glory. Let's pray for that today.